Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eyes. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. What's up, movie geeks? Welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. It's fantasy movie draft week here on the podcast, and not just any normal fantasy movie draft. It's one that I've been looking forward to for probably since I started fantasy movie draft years and years ago. We're in the middle of our 1980s fantasy movie draft tournament. We're going year by year. In the end, we're going to have a winner of this whole shebang, but since we're in the direct middle... We're in one of my favorite years of all time in film. Tonight, we are drafting 1985 films. It's huge. It's going to get heavy. It's going to get awesome. I'm excited. And I'm excited about the lineup tonight. So we have uh, no newbies tonight. We we have vets. Uh, we have, uh, I know, a person that's been on here. Maybe this is his second time. We have uh, people who have been on here several, several times. So we're going to get to the lineup straight away. In the number one spot tonight in the 85 draft is a guy who has been on several drafts. He's soft-spoken, but he can really uh, hit you hit you with his zingers. I'm talking about Peter from Podstalgic. He's also got Cobra Kai Companion going on. Peter, what's going on, man? Hey, Justin. Thanks for having me back again. Uh, this is one that I did ask to get on, and thank you for obliging me. Um, I have to agree with you. You, you said that this is uh, heavy and I think this is the big one, the one that I've been waiting for all of my life. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I'm glad to have you here. I would, I would also would like to congratulate you. You are about to be a father yet again. How's that going? Are you excited? I, I am excited. Uh, a little bittersweet because, um, thankfully, the wife has not mentioned anything about the podcast, you know, post-baby. Uh, and I hope that I still get to do that uh, to a certain extent. So we'll we'll see after uh, the baby comes. I mean, I know that you have like seven or eight podcasts, Peter. And if you, you got this other baby coming, you might need to cut it down to maybe like three or four. That's what I'm saying. You know, just cut it back. Maybe three or four. That, that's, that's fair. I think that's fair. Very reasonable. <laughs> Uh, but welcome back, sir. I'm happy to have you. Thank you. Uh, and so in, in the number two spot is a, a guy that has, has been taking a break from podcasting, but just this week decided to reboot it all. I'm talking about my boy Wes from North Cackalack, the Via VH man, VHS man, Via VHS man himself. I just listened to uh, episode 001. Wes, what's going on, sir? I'm, you know what? I'm excited. I'm so happy to be here. I'm salty AF also because I wanted I wanted the number one spot, and it all came down to some M and M's. And it's uh, you know I won't eat peanut M and M's anymore. But other than that, I'm pretty excited. I'm I'm pumped about this. I love the movie draft. It's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, I I listened to Wes's show, uh, the first one back in a long time. They're talking Con Air, but then they also mentioned. Uh, Wes was like, I'm going back on the draft. The first one I did was the first podcast podcast I ever appeared on. And in that draft, I took Spice World and uh, <laughs> Biodome. So <laughs> it's all been downhill since, right? 
No, I've, I've won. I won uh, 1990 and then 1997. I was so cocky. I was like, during that episode, I'm like, God, I destroyed this. I, I was sitting there like, I, I felt so good. And then the votes happened. I think I finished third, almost last. I was like, what the hell? You don't, you guys don't like men in black? What the hell happened? So try and try again is, is the, is the message that Wes is trying to get all, get, get across yep. in terms of the draft. So, um, uh, congratulations to you, Wes. I'm, I'm glad to have you back. I, I, I remember saying months ago, I'm like, I want you in this 85 draft, Wes, for obvious reasons, but you got to come back to podcasting before beforehand. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you like, I, I just squeezed you it shuffleboard in. it in right in this week. It's back and, and you're here. So I'm glad to have you, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Also, congrats to you. You also have a baby coming. You're first. This is probably the, this might be the last podcast. You, I mean, wait, she's not due yet. So. Uh, yeah, I got a few months. We're, I'm going to tell you, Wes, uh, I, I heard you were coming back, and then I heard that you were pregnant, and I'm like, well, Wes, we'll see how that goes. So, uh. <laughs> no, she, she's, it was mostly her idea for me to come back and do this. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'll have to work around it, but there's definitely ways to, to make that happen. There's mm-hmm. definitely ways. So, again, this is Wes's first. We'll talk to you in several months, and, and we'll see how, how that's going, Wes. So, uh, again, man, congrats and welcome back to the draft, sir. Thank you, thank you. Uh, in the in the three spot is the most newbie of the bunch uh, from So Wizard Podcast, Marky Mark Markellis. What's going on, man? What is up, Justin? Man, thank you very much for inviting me back. It's good to have you, sir. I, I remember uh, the last time you were on was probably one of the, one of the funnest drafts. I, I remember. I, I we had a couple wild cards in. Uh, uh, you know our boy Colt Forty Five and and fans on patrol. Who won? Was did you win that draft? I can't remember which one it was. What was the theme? Yeah, the theme was Tom Cruise movies, uh. and somehow I lost that draft. Even though I had Top Gun, Few Good Men, Risky Business, two Mission Impossible movies, and I still wound up losing that draft. So after wow. that, I was I was like, man, screw this show, man, it's fixed. I'm not going that back on the show at all. <laughs> And then when you said, I remember that one. <laughs> some, and then when Justin said 1985 movies, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm back. You know, when it comes down to the poll and stuff, sometimes just things are not are unexplained. You can't explain them. And and you sounded like you had a good list. I'm glad you're back. You guys, did you guys just celebrate uh, some kind of milestone on on So Wizard? Uh, it's been a little while, but we did. Let's see, we do a new episode every week. The last one we did was two hundred and thirty-one. Nice, nice. And you guys, the, what's what's interesting about you guys is we're in like two thirty range, but we took a we've taken a lot of time off. You guys, you've gone straight through, right? Yeah, yeah. Once a week, every week for the past two hundred and thirty-one weeks. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I'm crying on the inside. <laughs> you get the Iron Man Award, man. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. We have a lot of fun doing it. Awesome. And, and welcome back. Again, this is your second time. You're, you're salty about the Tom Cruise loss. We'll see how you do in 85. Yeah, I'm not holding out any hope for this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So Markellis is in the three spot. And in the four spot is a guy who who... who Everyone loves on the draft. He's Mr. Wildcard himself. Uh, we know him as Jay Lost the Day, Show Nuff. Talk about my boy John, formerly of now in Technicolor, who spiked the puns. He's been everywhere, but now he's a lone man coming back to the draft. What's going on, John Boy? Uh, not a whole lot, man. Not a whole lot. Just been uh, 
enjoy in 2018. <laughs> how, how was 2018 for you, man? Was it good? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> it's it's a new year, John. It's a new I'm year. I'm not going to lie, though. I won't lie. It started really fucking low, and it ended on a rather high point. So, I'll you know, I'll take it. Well... I wasn't lying when I say that John has a reputation amongst the draft. He's Mr. Wildcard. He's never won a draft. How many of you, do you have an idea of how many of you've been in, John? Four. <laughs> zero and four. Oh. So you're working with zero and four. I, I am 0 oh and four. I think Nick took my crown uh, on the last draft. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to like come back for that. Are you, I know that you were, of course, you were on now in Technicolor. You were over with our boy Fuzzy on Who Spiked the Puns for a while. Are you itching to get back? What's going on with you podcast wise? Well, honestly, uh, I know I'm, I'm going to start doing some episodes with Wesley here soon on, uh, VHS. So that'll be fun. And then, uh, I've had some talk about helping on the second season of another show. So. Uh, I need to kind of sit down and really give that some thought and get into that, and hopefully uh, that'll come to fruition. So, and then I've got not, another I hope, show. I hope in, you're not talking about loot quests. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> see, I, some of the conditions are that at least the last couple episodes of the show need to come out. <laughs> We so we harangued we, like we, we, we harangued shampoo the last time he was on a draft about loot quest. So uh, <laughs> I hold my breath on that with him. But uh, I'm glad to have you back, man. Like one of our best friends, Chrissy and I ha- have a very good friend uh, that that listens to our show, and she says that you are by far her favorite drafter because you never know what you're going to take. So I'm happy to have oh, you back, man. Thank you, thank you. Happy to be here, man. Awesome, awesome, and. I, you know, like I said, 85 is one of my favorite years in film. So I'm just happy to see, happy to see what everyone's going to pick. There's so many good movies. But before we get to this, is going to be amazing. It's, it's, it's going to be crazy. And, and because it's 85, we got to, especially because it's 85, we, we got to do a little thing. Uh, and we we like to take everybody back. So we, and, uh, and Wes, Wes is back. He does this in a different way on his show, but we like to think of the Universal Studios Back of the Future ride where you get, you know, five dudes on it. So we get we're all getting our Back of the Future ride. We, we get in the DeLorean. We're going back to 1985, guys. A crazy year all around. Music-wise, here's what we got in 85 for the Billboard year-end Hot 100 singles. In the number five spot, Chaka Khan with I Feel For You. Uh, Foreigners, I Want to Know What Love Is, is number four. Number three is Wham's Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. Great song as well. Like a Virgin, uh, Wes's favorite song is at the two spot from Madonna. And then and then the most popular song uh, of the year 1985 is a sensitive, uh, just romantic song that I like to play uh, all the time. It's Careless Whisper from Wham. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, Famously brought back by by Deadpool, of course. Uh, An amazing song, just to 
you know, chill to on a on a Sunday afternoon. You guys like Car- Careless Whisper? Do you like Careless Whisper, uh, Wes? Yes, I do. Uh, go on YouTube, look at Sexy Sax Man, <laughs> and uh, you'll thank me. Oh, you'll thank me so much. Oh, my God. What have you been doing on your break, Wes? <laughs> uh, I, sexy Sax Man is not me. See, he's been around for a while. He's been around for a while. I'm more of a kazoo guy. <laughs> um, sexy kazoo man. I hear you. I, yeah, that's I'm, what they call me here uh, in Raleigh. I, I'm seeing that your your wife is pregnant, and you're like, I've been Googling sexy sax man. And I'm like, okay, whatever Wes is doing is working, apparently. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there you go. The juices uh, is flowing. <laughs> it works. It works. So uh, what, what, what else was happening other than music, Amer- uh, you know, in, in 1985? So here, was, here are five pop culture moments from the year that some of us might remember. So Live Aid was in 85 in Philadelphia and London, of course. They raised over $50 million for famine relief in Ethiopia. Everyone remembers Queen, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody. That, that's Live Aid. April of 85, Coca-Cola introduced new Coke, which was probably one of the worst ideas ever, of course. Horrendous. Uh, ever. Calvin and Hobbes de- debuted in newspapers. Nintendo released the NES in North America in October of 85. And a big one for me, uh, also for Wes, Chicago Bulls player Michael Jordan was named the NBA's Rookie of the Year in 1985, guys. Yeah, boy. Woo. Nice. So, uh, uh, hey, who um who was president that year? Who was president that year? Reagan. Reagan. It was Reagan. Reagan. I was say, yeah. Reagan? <laughs> <laughs> nice setup. There you go. So all of you, baby. L- l- so let's let's talk movies, guys. We're we're here to talk movies. Let's go ahead and get everything started with the 1985 fantasy movie draft. No! Hey, what's just lying around? Shit! What is wrong with you? What's wrong with all of you? You guys stink. Sometimes you gotta say, what the fuck? Make your move. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. I want you to play dirty if you have to, but don't get caught. Go for the ribs. Don't let that bastard breathe. Concentrate, focus, power. Remember balance. Make good fight. Keep your heads up. Play proud. Game over! Big rule off the top, and I've been saying this every episode, especially for 85, which was one of my favorite years of film. No yelling out titles of films unless you want to get reprimanded and, you know, I'll beat your head through the microphone. Anyway, keep keep <laughs> keep keep it to your chest, you know, no no blurting out titles even even in jest or joke because this is serious, guys. This is 1985. So Without without giving any titles, what does everyone think about the year of '85 in films? Is everybody excited? Has everyone got a, a a lengthy list to choose from? Oh, I am super excited! There is some great movies in 1985. Yeah, I I agree. Um, a lot of these movies they can all make a case for like going number one. Um, a lot of these are very much first rounders, in my opinion. Mark Ellis, what, what do you think about the year at 85? Yeah, going through the list, I was amazed by how many film directors had two movies out in the same year. 
Uh, that kind of blew my mind. I, maybe it was a lot easier to make movies back in the eighties. <laughs> cocaine, man. Cocaine, Cocaine's yeah. Hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah. We'll say a lot of cocaine in the eighties. So yeah, <laughs> everything was like done at like twice the pace. <laughs> I mean, they didn't have they didn't have uh, googling sexy sax man in eighty five. So they had to <laughs> had to cocaine it up to get everything done. So. Um, I don't know about you guys, but and I said this uh, eighty four when we did eighty four, eighty four through eighty six is probably my favorite years in all of film. Like you could look at my top twenty, and a good portion of my top twenty would come from these three years. So I- I'm super excited to see what you guys are going to pick because it's such a deep list you, that you have to choose from. So. Here's the big thing, and this was alluded beforehand. Um, since this was such a big year, similar to how we did when Empire Strikes Back w- was included, um, instead of picking names out of a hat to choose the draft order, I thought this was more important than that. So that's why I put a bunch of peanut M&Ms in a glass and then had these guys choose. Uh, we did a Price is Right guessing game to see how many M&Ms were in this glass. Huge, huge, and we'll get to why. Um, but... Peter, Mr. Podstalgic, is good at guessing peanut M&M's because he wasn't just close. He, he picked the exact number of M&M's. He must be some kind of uh, you know, M&M Rain Man or something over there. Peter, I'm sure you're excited by this guess. I'm I'm very excited. Uh, I texted Chrissy, and she told me. That's, that, that's how I got the answer. Oh, no. <laughs> that makes sense. No. Everybody knows Chrissy's <laughs> not good at counting, so that is a lie, Peter. I should <laughs> oh, rescind your number one. Uh, anyway, so... Um, yeah, uh, this is going to be great. So let's let's get started with round one. Peter obviously choose, chose himself to go first. Wes is in the two spot. Marcellus has got the three spot. And John is in the four spot, which means he also gets the first pick in round two. But again, Peter chose himself to go first. And he has the first pick of the entire 85 fantasy movie draft. Peter, what do you got, man? Okay, well, I'm going to go with the movie that has a sexy sax man. Okay, he played at the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. Anyone that knew me before Podstalgic knew my show was called Hydrate Level 4. So I'm going with Back to the Future for the obvious number one pick. This is the reason that Peter is in this draft. This is the reason that Wesley is in this draft. I also share the favorite the, the favorite movie of all time with all three of them, which is Back to the Future. So my question is: Is this too big of a pick? Uh, you know, is this uh, one of the the movies that just can't be surmounted? Is surmounted a word? I'm just gonna. I, I'm gonna make it a word, Peter. If, if you come up with a definition, then yeah, we'll, we'll call it a word. <laughs> Can it be overcome in, in terms of polling and and all that? Because it's such a good movie. What do you think, Peter? I mean, there was no choice for you. I'm sure you were just like ecstatic by this pick. I, I really was. I mean, when you contacted me and said you guessed exactly, I, you know, I I didn't even know what to pick after number one. To be honest with you. Um, it's, it's a huge one. Uh, but I, again, you know, it's, uh, subjective, right? I mean, uh, some of these other movies could be made for, uh, or a case could be made for to go number one as well. 
Um, but I think since we share the love for this particular movie, I, I had to pick it at number one. Um, why, why, you know, why is it I, so important to you as a film? It's your favorite movie of all time. Yeah, I, you know, it's just the relationship with Doc and Marty. Nobody ever questions, like, how did they even become friends? But if anybody purchases the, uh, the first comic, it, it does explain how they become friends. Um, I don't know. It's just a movie that, uh, I, I just watched over and over. I recorded the audio and I just used, used to listen to the soundtrack going to bed, you know, on the Walkman. Um, my, my kids all love it. Even my six year old, he'll, uh, quote lines from the third movie, like obscure lines that I wouldn't even quote. Um, it's just, it's, it's magical. You know, time traveling, it's something I wish was a possibility. And it's just one of those perfect movies. I mean, they use the script in screenwriting classes, right? It's, 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 it's a masterpiece. Like, you know, sometimes you think about films, you're like, is that a word that I can use from that film? And I think Back to the Future is one that's kind of, you just can't argue about. It's just perfect. Yeah. Top to bottom. Wes, this is also your favorite movie. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, dial in to, to what you're feeling. What are you going through right now? Uh, I'm hurt right now. <laughs> now, this, you know, I, I'll say this. I was sitting, um, in, I was really little. I was watching The Land Before Time and I was on VHS, probably bootleg. The tape was messing up. And my uncle Jody said, Hey, you'll like, uh, this movie, uh, Back to the Future. And he begged me to watch it. I'm like, I'm not watching that. He put it in and I saw, uh, you know, Spielberg and some of the same names that were on the credits of Land Before Time. I'm like, I'm going to watch this. It's been my favorite movie since that moment. It's the reason I love movies. It's, it's, the, I think it's the greatest of all time. I really do. I'm, I had, I went out, I got a Back to the Future t shirt on. I'm so excited. So, Pete definitely did the right thing. I would have been mad at him if he didn't pick number one, Back to the Future. <laughs> that would have been the, uh, the most epic of blunders if he didn't do that. So Even oh, yeah. I'm not that much of a wild card. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, Mark Kellis, John, I'm, I'm sure you guys are in lockstep with this being one number one. Oh, yeah. 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 You, would have to pick, you would have to pick Back to the Future as the number one movie because 1985 is built into the plot of the movie. It's all, it's practically <laughs> yeah. 1985. So yeah, if you, if anyone doesn't pick Back to the Future as the, the first one, then, you know, forget it. The show's over. Yeah, that's it. We're all going home. Uh, and, and I have to re- reiterate this every so often because I see it pop up everywhere all the time for some reason. They're never going to remake Back to the Future, guys. So we can all just, you know, sigh and take Thank a God. deep breath and, and know that this perfect film, I mean, it's a perfect trilogy in my mind, and we can we can get oh, to those yeah. we can get to those at a later date. But Back of the Future is, like I said, uh, tops for me. So uh, amazing pick, Peter. But you know, if you pick number one, we're not going to get back to you for a while. So we'll see what the right. what these guys take my nap. What these guys have uh, up their sleeves for their first pick. Wes, you're in the two spot tonight. What do you got in number two, man? Real quick story, and I'll make it really fast, but you'll be thankful I told you. Uh, mid nineties, I'm in Sunday school at this Baptist church in North Carolina. We're, we're guess, we're doing a guessing game for this little tree. I can't even know what the treat was. It was something cool that I wanted. And we were guessing M&Ms. I kid you not. It's a true story. We're guessing, we were guessing M&Ms and beside me is the trash can. And I had the number. I said the count of the M&Ms in the trash can. And so I cheated in Sunday school. And that's why I'm not guessing back to the future right now. So <laughs> it's, it's karma. Uh, uh, <laughs> you could do it, Wes. We believe in you. Yeah. 
no, that said, I love that story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, 1985, it's, <clears throat> it's a tough year for me. There's a lot, there's what I want to pick and what I should pick. And I'm conflicted. I'm angsty. Kind of like the characters in this film. It's the film I have to pick. Number two, it is back to the future is the best film of the eighties. This is the definitive film of the 80s if i was to show one person one film to say this is what the 80s were like for youth in america i would say you got to watch the breakfast club so that's what i'm going with with this pick dear mr vernon we accept the fact that we had to sacrifice a whole saturday in detention for whatever it was we did wrong but we think you're crazy to make us write an essay telling you who we think we are and you see us as you want to see us in the simplest terms the most convenient definitions but what we found out is that each one of us is a brain and an athlete and a basket case, a princess and a criminal. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours, The Breakfast Club. Don't, 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 don't you forget about me. Why, why Breakfast Club in this spot, Wes? Um, it's, it's not what I wanted to pick first. I just felt like it's, you know, right in the middle of the eighties, it's John Hughes, it's Molly Ringwald. It is, it is the eighties. I mean, it's, it's, if you were to take a list of number one eighties movies, um, this is going to be the top five on most lists, just like back to the future breakfast club's going to crack the top five on almost all of those lists. So it's, it's kind of a must pick, I think in this spot. So hopefully what I really want will be around round two. I seriously doubt it, but, uh, I feel like I made the right choice. Which of the characters did you most, uh, uh, you know, line yourself up with Wes? Uh, I would like to say that I was, uh, Judd Nelson, but I was probably more Anthony Michael Hall. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's probably the truth. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Justin, ask me. Ask me. Who Who are you? Who are you in the Breakfast Club, Peter? Who are you? No, nobody. There was no Asians. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that's correct. Uh, always in the pop culture, it seems. It was you know, Ocasio Cortez just did that dance, the the Breakfast Club dance, and that was in the news. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. So that was awesome. I, I, just the the cast and and I mean they were just sitting in a library the whole time. It w- there wasn't a lot of you know whiz bang effects or anything, but it still you know it, it it holds up and it people still talk about it. And that's why I guess West took it number two in the draft. Is uh, Markellis John? What do you, what do you think about this? I mean, it's a solid pick. If if you're not going with Back to the Future, I, I feel like that's a solid pick. Yeah, Breakfast Club is one of those movies that I never really got into when I was a kid. I mean, I was like the perfect age for it. Uh, actually, I was a little bit younger, and I'm pretty sure it was rated R, so I wasn't able to get into that one. But uh, uh, as a, as I grew up, I, I liked it a lot more. But it's one of those movies that it, it didn't really attach itself to my childhood, like all the other movies that I put on my list. But it's still a good pick. It's a it's an amazing movie now. If you rewatch it now, it still holds up. An interesting question and poll has: Was anyone ever in Saturday detention when they were in high school? Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody, this is great. No, Markellis, no. Uh, no, no, no. If I got detention, I got beat. So uh, there's no detention for me. <laughs> well, 
that that's one thing. I I don't even know if they have Saturday detentions anymore. Is that what they used to? Or you know, or do they do it online? Do they do their detentions online? <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. I don't it's probably know. online. <laughs> Those damn millennials. Or what are what are they now? What are we on now? Who's in high school? What's what's the name of that group? That's Generation Y. I think is what Generation they're called. Generation Y. Right? I think. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, the Breakfast Club off the board, which means Markellis, you got your round one pick. What are you going to go with, man? All right. So I have to pick a movie that is uh, is a sequel, uh, ironically. Uh, and I, if I don't pick this movie as my first round, my co-host Joey from So Was Her Podcast will never forgive me. This is probably out of all of the movies in this franchise. This is the most bombastic, cartoonish, all-American version of it. I'm going with Sylvester Stallone's Rocky IV. Rocky versus Drago. Uh, it, and a movie that's pretty much a comic book, but that is so good it's able to set up the quasi-sequel in Creed II. So uh, this is Rocky being Rocky at the at the most ridiculousness of him being Rocky. Uh, so I'm all about it. Rocky IV. What started out as a joke has turned out to be a disaster. Creed appears to be in very serious condition. The men are If he dies, he dies. This would be if we did a uh, most amount of film of montages in a film. This would probably be a round one pick as well, right? A lot of montages in, in Rocky Four. I mean, oh, it's yeah. like forty percent montage, right? If not fifty percent. <laughs> <laughs> Am- it's a good soundtrack Am- too. Amazing soundtrack, like a, a quintessential '80s. Like I'm at the gym, but you know I'm flabby, but I'm still making it work. Like you could listen to that music and it, it could carry you through, type of thing. So um, I'm a lover of, of Rocky. Fo- Is it high on your list of Rockies, Marcellus? Uh, well, there's there's two minds of the Rocky movies, and uh, we talked about this on the show. There's the there's part of Rocky where it's all about the drama, all about the serious drama. And on that side of my brain, I count Rocky 1, Rocky Balboa, and Creed. On the other side of my brain that just wants like action, Rocky 4 is the top. Well, that's just totally cheating. I just asked for your like just one list, Marcellus. You didn't yeah. need to break it apart or anything. <laughs> it's like trying it's like trying to judge the uh, Fast and the Furious movies. There's one half and then there's the other half. No, there's just five and six. Those are the best, and everything else is just <laughs> mediocre to terrible. So, see, I just succinctly gave you my my, my view. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. So uh, again, and people like make make fun of my mock list, but being eighty five, I fucking made a mock draft list, guys. Come on, so of course, uh, I, Rocky Four might seem. I don't know. It's a little high. I may I have it in round two of my my list. Does anyone think this is high? What does everyone think about the pick? Well, this was. I, the, I have a round two as well. I really yeah. thought it was more of a round two pick. I, I really did. Th- I was more of a round two guy. This was the film I wanted to pick, but I decided to go with Breakfast Club because I thought maybe it'll be around in uh, round two. But I mean, obviously, it's not now. So I'm the idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see how it- it's those peanut M and M's, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Damn it! It's gonna haunt him forever, <laughs> man. The so. karma, karma M and M's. Uh, so Marcellus took Rocky four with it, with his round one pick, which means we're we're here at the end of round one with John. John, what are you going to take round one, man? 
Well, I'm actually kind of surprised I got this one. I'm just going to go with the Goonies. Nice. Hell, hell fucking yeah you did show enough i mean why in the, i was like holy shit i can't believe i just got that that's all i could think after he said rocky four <laughs> i i mean we finally covered it on our podcast this year everyone makes fun of my love for the goonies but on my mock draft list i have back to the future and then like one b i have the goonies so i'm surprised it lasted this long uh what do you think of the goonies john what's your stance Oh, man, I'm fine with the Goonies. I like the Goonies, man. I, unlike some people we know. Yeah, fuck Nick. <laughs> fuck you, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I, you know what? I, and I hate, I, 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 not, I'm not. i kidding, obviously, about, about Epic Film Guy Nick, but I just always found that, you know, I think it, and his thing is he didn't watch it as a kid, and I understand that could probably tan everything. I mean, I, I saw I mean, this movie a lot when I was of stuff five like years that. old, and this movie is about you know l- little little kids getting into all kind of mischief because there w- wasn't helicopter parents back in the mid '80s, so they got into an adventure right? and fucking pirate ship and treasure. I mean, I just couldn't imagine not loving the Goonies. Uh, I think it's one of those movies that, like, like you said, you have to see at the time, and like. When the old, you get a little older, if uh, you've had a lot of time pass, it just it just doesn't sit right. It doesn't hit you the same way when you don't see it when like you're young. Uh, guys that didn't pick the Goonies, what what is your view on the Goonies? Hey, hey Justin, ask which Goonie am I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Peter, 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 which Goonie are you? Data. He's Asian. I was about to say, the Asian guy. <laughs> are we going to do this for every movie, Peter? <laughs> no, no, no. That, that's it. That's it. So, so uh, Wes and Marcellus, uh, w- what's your view on the Goonies? Uh, I'm definitely Chunk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, yeah, I mean. It's like a BuzzFeed article. <laughs> like, which, Goonie <laughs> which, which Goonie are you? <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, so. No, it's it's. I agree with you, Justin. You had to see it as a kid. I don't like it now. Looking back, I watched it recently. I'm like, uh, why did I like this? But as a kid, I thought it was it was one of my favorites of all time. So, it's it it definitely holds up. Like I, I know this. You meant we mentioned I have a, a kid on the way when he's you know five, six, seven, eight years old. I'm gonna be showing him the Goonies for sure. So, yeah, it's 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 a classic. You know, kids cursing and, you know, kissing girls. I mean, the Goonies. Come on, guys. Whatever. Anyway. No, it, that movie <laughs> that movie did not attach itself to me as a kid. I enjoyed it because I love Richard Donner as a filmmaker. But as a story, kids with characters, uh, it, it didn't really work for me. Because honestly, like you, I couldn't tell you which Goonie I am. Uh, maybe Josh Brolin's girlfriend. Maybe. I don't know. Hey, I, I, I don't know. She's she's a cutie. Yeah, that that movie that movie it didn't really attach itself to me. And then after I saw the Monster Squad a few years later, I'm like, man, screw the Goonies. This is what it's all about. Oh my God, Marcellus, I'm gonna vault you out of this draft. You're, you're <laughs> killing me, man. <laughs> you're you're one. Of, hey, hey, Justin, you're uh, one of the Fratellis, Marcellus, because you're you're mean <laughs> and bad. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. I I still haven't reviewed uh, Goonies. Uh, just saying. Oh. Just so you know. I'm, I'm, oh, there. Man. I'm, I'm there for you, man. I'm there. So, all right, uh, buddy. All right, man. All right. So, John's got the Goonies, which means it is time for round two, and he gets another pick right off of that. Show enough. What do you got, man? Uh, 
I'm going with another movie that is very 1985, another John Hughes movie, uh, Weird Science. Weird Science. Four, four, you know, we got five dudes here. Let's talk about our love of weird science, guys. Why did you pick weird science, John? I mean, I just, it's an iconic movie from uh, that time era for me. I mean, and at the same time, I saw that movie when I was, you know, about like eight, nine years old, and I was like, wow. Uh, a movie we re- revisited, the, uh, you know, in 2018. Um, it, it, I don't know if it holds up. There, there's definitely a lot of weird stuff going on. Uh, oh, it, a lot of weird oh, stuff. Oh man! Yeah. It, you, oh <laughs> man! Let, let me tell you. As far as the way the premise of that movie holding up nowadays, <laughs> fuck no. If someone tried to make that movies nowadays, they'd be like fucking flayed in the streets or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> what was the big thing? So the big thing I realized is. They get to that house. There's a house party, and they get to the house party so quick uh, in the movie that I'm just like, I don't remember a lot of this stuff. I mean, as a kid, the big things I remember were Kelly the Rock, number one, I O, and then uh, Bill Paxton as the brothers, like one of the best yeah. performances of, of a brother ever in all films. So, right, uh, it. I, I think it's not one of my favorites of of his, but you know, especially as a a kid who who liked that kind of stuff, we you know, I, I thought it was okay. I thought it was a good movie. So, um, what was everyone think about this in round two? Weird science. I I, I think round two is good. I mean, I I would have picked it um, if it was there for me uh, at the end of round two. Uh, Justin, we also uh, reviewed it um, on my show in 2018. It was the the most downloaded retro movie review um, for me. So people people like this movie. So I, I think I think uh, John might have a good one here. Markellis is of its time for sure. I was, I was though. about to ask Markellis. Markellis, weird science. Yeah, it's one of those movies that I know I watched a lot uh, back in the day, but I could, for the life of me, it took it took a lot of deep diving for me to remember, like what the story was about and what they what happened. I the only thing that really stands out is Bill Paxton as a big pile of shit. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a huge pile of shit. A he great, nails the a big great brother. performance as that huge pile of shit. So um, we'll, we'll see how it goes with John. So, Markellis, you got your round two pick right now. You've already got Rocky Four. What is your next choice? Man, 85 is such a good year. There's so many to, to choose from. Uh, so I'm just going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to go with my heart. I'm not even going to try to win this. I'm just going to pick out movies that I love. This one I saw in the theaters probably about five times. Uh, it's Michael Schultz, The Last Dragon. Bruce Leroy. Damn. Show enough. Oh, damn. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely damn. love this movie so much. It's it's It hit me right at the right age because it's like a comic book movie, but it's not based on any comic books. And Bruce Leroy was just the coolest thing in the world. So, um, yeah, great soundtrack. Uh, William H. Macy for the quick cameo and Chaz Palminteri for the quick cameo. Uh, the fight scene at the end where 
uh, the, where Leroy realizes that he is the master and he has the glow, I'm ready to stand in, in my seat and, and applaud. I love this movie. So uh, that's my pick. I instantly earmarked as this one that Show Enough was going to take. And so I know he's pissed <laughs> oh, that you took this. John, well, I, you were thinking this was going to last till 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 later rounds. I, I didn't is- think it. Yeah, I thought I could get it in a later round. I didn't think it was going to go so quick. No, that was, that was a round three for me. I, I would have, um, yeah, that was definitely on my radar. Love that movie. Yeah, that uh, great soundtrack. Um, I own it on Blu-ray. I uh, can't say enough about this one. I fucking love that movie. It is so awesome. I like saw that movie uh, like years and years ago. I was probably like 10 years old, and I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. I feel it's hey, I feel it's <laughs> super culty, though. Like, it, it, you know, I love the movie, but I don't know if it's around two pick just because i don't think everyone has seen it and it's one of those movies that a lot of people are you know they're like what and you're like you explain what the movie is i even think i saw it on netflix or hulu i saw it recently because i'm like oh i would yeah it's on netflix. i would love yeah. to show chrissy this just to it see is. what she says so uh we're debarge rhythm of the night yeah debarge all the dancing scenes and like (laughs) him trying to get into like the chinese like uh cookie factory (laughs) what's up my man oh i love debarge and i i love the music video for rhythm of the night he's like going out on the town he's like in a car you know sitting on top oh man the last dragon if anyone's never seen it go on netflix apparently it's there check it out um We'll see how it goes for Marcellus. So Wes, yeah, that, go go ahead, Marcellus. I'm sorry. I was gonna say it's definitely not a round two pick normally, but since I lost the Tom Cruise battle, I figured I'm just throwing caution into the wind. I'm going down swinging. I oh. I, I want people who want to come to win, guys. This is a tournament. The, <laughs> the 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 person who wins this one advances to the semifinal round in March. This is for I mean this is 85 we're talking about. There's gonna be an actual prize at the end of this tournament. So. Play to win, guys. No mercy. Okay. Hey, I like that Cobra Kai uh, reference. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> uh, Wes, you got your round two pick after taking Breakfast Club in round one. What do you got, man? Well, this is a movie I feel like we talked about Goonies, how some people think it aged well, some people think it didn't. This movie is much more loved, I think, now than it was then. Um, written by John Landis. I mean, you got Christopher Lloyd. You got Tim Curry. You got Michael McKeon. I'm going Clue. Oh. Uh, might be early it might be early but i like it uh, it, it would have been gone by the time he came back to you so. okay yeah all right tell, tell us about uh what you love about clue wes i, I love the the campiness a little bit i like the mix of the characters it's kind of it's just kind of goofy and silly first of all tim curry and christopher lloyd in the same movie that's a that's a big plus for me um I haven't watched this movie in probably, oh God, it might be getting close to eight to 10 years. I have to be honest. It's been a long time, but I feel like every time I've seen it, I've seen a different ending because I feel like there's like the one of the DVDs had different endings on it. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know if I used to watch the, like a particular ending all the time and then it wasn't the right one. But the last time I watched it, I'm like, what is this? But uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's one of my wife's favorites too, so I definitely if I didn't pick this, I'd be in trouble. I mean, one one of the best casts ever. Uh Madeline Kahn yeah. in that movie. Holy mm-hmm. shit, she's great. Yes, I did it. I killed Yvette. I hated her so much. It it the it flame flames flames 
on the side of my face, breathing, breath, heaving breath. I I introduced Chrissy, who I, I was I almost had a heart attack when she found out I found out she'd never seen Clue to it in 2018 for the podcast. She loved it. It super holds up. It's got a great script and just the oh, energy yeah. of that cast, especially towards the end with Tim Curry. Like that's an MVP performance from him. So. Uh, I know that they're wanting to remake it. I heard Ryan Reynolds might be involved with that, so I'm very cautious because I think that's that's another uh, near perfect film. So. Uh, that that movie is pretty much perfect. Like that is also one of my like, favorite all time films. And yeah, I've got the DVD or the uh, of it, and it does. It's got a section where you can have all three of the endings, or it can randomly pick like one ending. I'm pretty sure in the theaters in '85 that you know it had one ending, so people would go see it multiple I, times to see what ending they got, which is pretty genius if you think about it. Yeah, that's what it was. Like they played uh, different endings for different times slots in different theaters. I mean, imagine having a movie as good as that, and then you had multiple endings. I mean, if it was now, people would be going several times to see that movie. So, oh yeah, made it, it would have made so much more money. All you young, pe- all you young people, check out Clue if you've never seen it. It's not just a, a, a amazing game to play with friends. It's a great movie as well. So, uh, Peter, we we we've snaked around back to you. Of course, you you took my favorite movie of all time, Back to the Future. Uh, what do you got to end up round two with? All right, uh, round two. I'm gonna go with another uh, childhood favorite. Uh, very quotable. Uh, I think we're all mutual friends with another podcast that um, is named after a line from the movie. And I'm going with uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. about this pick man um it's just one of those that i watched a lot with my uh my then little brother you know he's not so little anymore but uh one of those that we would rewind certain scenes over and over certain lines over and over large march scared the shit out of us um just the claymation you know and even as little kids we were pointing uh like little little details that were like okay they really screwed up on that you know like when Pee-wee's driving in the dark, and you see, like, the signs on, like, the wheels going down the tracks, you know? Um, but uh, Danny Elfman scored it, you know, just classic Tim Burton-Elfman uh, collaboration. I mean, one of his best. I mean, if you were to show... Imagine if you show one of the young people today that only knows Tim Burton from all the, you know, CGI monstrosities he's done and stuff with Johnny Depp, you know, where you can't even tell it's him. And then you show him Pee Wee's Big Adventure and how amazingly just like wacky and kooky and how, uh, I mean, how good Paul Rubens is in that movie. It's, it's, it's one of my favorite films. Like it's just one of those films you watch and you're just like, your, your, your heart just, you know, is, beats harder it's just it's it's great i think it's great so is everyone is yeah. everyone a big fan of peewee in general i know i was a big fan of peewee's playhouse i've introduced it to my kids they love it so what does everyone else yeah, think same yeah i mean i really enjoyed peewee when i was like younger i don't really watch it a lot anymore but like years ago i thought it was really great also also on netflix uh 
So, peewees. Um, all right. Well, is everyone cool with it being a round two pick? Too high? I think so. I think it's good. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a little high, but, you know, I picked the last dragon, so what, what do I know? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm wondering if it's a little high or not myself, but, you know, I'm the wild card, so what do I know? Uh, I have it on the cusp of, of uh, round round one, round two myself. So we'll we'll see how it goes for Peter because it's round three time, and Peter gets another pick right off of Pee Wee. What do you got, man? All right. Well, some of my later choices have already been scooped up. Um, you know, Clue, Last Dragon. This is where I was going to pick one of those. Uh, Weird Science. Um, there was a bit of surprise at number four. I think it was. So I'm going to go with um a movie that I think maybe, uh, I don't know if underseen is the right word, uh, maybe underrated, um, but uh, Real Genius, Ooh. Val Kilmer, Ooh. Uh, Gabriel Jarrett. I really enjoyed this movie, you know, and I think for those that haven't seen it in a really long time, it's really worth another watch because I forgot how good it was. And I think maybe when we were younger and watched it, Things went over our head, but if you watch it now, this you know the writing, the directing, the acting. Val Kilmer is silly as all get out. He's on fire in that movie, like on fire. Chris, morning. You know, um, something strange happened to me this morning. Was it a dream where you see yourself standing in sort of sun god robes on a pyramid with a thousand naked women screaming and throwing little pickles at? You? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why am I the only person that has that dream? Yeah, and then we got the amazing, um, well, what, what is that name? Uh, everybody wants to rule the world at the end. Who, oh, te- tears for fears. Tears for fears. Tears for fears. Tears for fears. Exactly. So you know, just uh, it, it, there's another song in there too. But anyway, it, it's got some really great songs in there, and also. Uh, the previous year we had Revenge of the Nerds. So this movie was like, hey, you know, there can be like decent looking nerds, not just silly, you know, goofballs, but, um, you know, that's, it's, it's one of my favorites. I mean, I just, I remember as a kid just gravitating to, to, I mean, we did Weird Science and Real Genius together in our show because I remember as a kid just being like, oh man, nerdy or, or geeky kids like me. This is really cool, you know? So. What is everyone? Has everyone seen Real Genius? What does everyone else think about this pick? I've never seen it. You've never Ooh. seen Real Genius? Mm. Oh so, man! Sounds like a future via VHS rewind yeah, movie. Man, you gotta, you yeah, gotta watch yeah. this movie, man. It's 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 actually completely worth watching. Uh, I mean, you you'll watch you, you'll watch this West, and you'll be like, where you know we needed at least a dozen more Val Kilmer comedies in the eighties and nineties. He's so funny and so like quick oh, in this yeah. movie. Yeah, I, I think I watched this I watched this movie probably like a hundred times as a kid. Uh when I was making my list of eighty five movies, this one is definitely in the top five. I love oh, this yeah. movie so much. Oh awesome. Like, oh, I, like I just watched it not too long ago. Also has one of the best uh 80s villains uh or actor who plays a lot of villains. William Atherton is, is in this. Uh of course also on from- Netflix. Also on Netflix, nice. Hi, oh, so real genius. Oh, there we go. Real genius uh, in, in the, the third spot for for Peter um, Wes. It's your round three pick, man. What, what are you going with? 
Oh man, I shouldn't pick this, but I'm 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 playing to win a little bit. I think I think people will like this. Pick. A little bit. Come on, play to yeah. win a lot. <laughs> you know how competitive I am. I'm 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 being coy about it. I uh, this is a movie that I know Justin knows because we've talked about it before uh, on via VHS. Uh, and here's what I've decided to do: since I can't get Back to the Future, I'm going to cre- create it into aggregate. <laughs> I've already got Christopher Lloyd from Clue, and so I'm stealing mm. Michael J. Fox from Teen Wolf, and nice. boom. Yeah, so that's that's what I'm that's what I've decided to do. Yes, Damn. I was hoping that was going to be there next round for me. No, it wasn't going to be. <laughs> um, tell us about your love of T. I mean, uh, we spent a whole episode talking about our mutual love of Teen Wolf. West, West, why do you like the movie? Uh, it's actually surprisingly good. Now, there's some things that are said in the movie. You're like, whoa, yes. that is not, yeah. there's no way that's happening today. There's no way. But other than that, uh, I was actually surprised by it. the first time I had ever watched it was when we reviewed it. Um, I watched it that night and I'm like, this is surprisingly good because I saw like the, the critic scores and all that and read about it. I'm like, oh, this is, this is going to suck. But it didn't. I actually had fun watching it. Um, there was, I remember the, uh, the gym teacher was kind of quirky and weird, kind of funny. Uh, Michael J. Fox, of course. I mean, I love Michael J. Fox. So, yeah, Teen Wolf. It's about a guy. It's like a teen that turns into a werewolf and plays basketball and dunks on people, guys. It's an amazing, <laughs> amazing film. So, yeah. we In the 90s, all we got was Air Bud. <laughs> and so, <laughs> in the 80s, Speaking we got which, actual werewolves. And Air Bud needs to have his wiki you know, updated because I mean, did you know that he actually went to Compton? Oh yeah. No, that was on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh I I love this movie. Um again, I Back to the Future is my favorite movie of all time, but this was this came out right around the same time. So imagine how, you know, I, I was watching both those movies all the time. What does everyone think about Teen Wolf uh, outside of West? Everyone cool with this? Oh, I'm I'm yeah, yeah. totally good with that. Yeah, I, I love Team Wolf. Uh, I think it was our 100th episode. Uh, my son and I reviewed it when he was, gosh, I don't know, 15 or something like that. Um, and he enjoyed it too. And uh, I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, mistaken, the the Beavers, their mascot is actually the same Beaver mascot from the um, Oregon State University. Ooh, some I some trivia from Peter. Yeah, yeah. The high school. Someone who loves Teen Wolf is uh, the people that made Teen Wolf because Michael J. Michael J. Fox filmed that movie before Back to the Future, and then after yeah. Back to the Future yeah. hit, they're like, "Holy shit, we got to get this movie out there now! <laughs> right? We got to shove it out now!" They're, they're, yeah. they're over there sitting on Teen Wolf, and they're like, "Oh no!" <laughs> I, I think the log line they even like, has man, a we reference do some to more like Back to the get Future. This motherfucker does. Done. Yeah, what is the log line? Does it reference Back to the Future? I don't have it up, but I remember it's, yeah. I feel like I, it may I be on the poster, does. too. Yeah, all kinds of stuff I had back. Maybe that's what I meant was the poster. I love that poster. That's one of my favorite 80s posters of all time as well. So, uh, love Teen Wolf. We'll, we'll see how it goes for Wes here in round three. Uh, Markellis, we're back to you. You already have Rocky Four and The Last Dragon. What are you going for your third pick? All right. So, for my third pick, I'm going to uh, pick a comedy, which is pretty much against uh, most of the movies that I loved as a kid. Uh, But this one, for some reason, I watched this movie a thousand times and watching it now, I think it still holds up pretty well. It's uh, Savage Steve Holland's Better Off Dead. Johnny, 
four weeks. 20 papers, that's $2 plus tip. Uh, gee, Johnny, I don't have a dime. Sorry. Didn't ask for a dime. $2. Well, it's funny. See, my mom had to leave early to take my, my brother to school and my dad to work because... $2. Cash. See, the problem here is, is that my little brother this morning got his arm caught in the microwave and, and uh, my grandmother dropped acid and she freaked out and hijacked a school bus full of penguins. So it's kind of a family crisis. So come back later. Great. John Cusack at his most John Cusackness and uh, just a really smart, funny, really silly movie. Uh, I mean, it, the subject matter is a little uh, like that movie probably couldn't get made today at all. Uh, but if I think it's a movie that that it cracked me up as a kid, uh, Ricky as the uh, <laughs> the kid with the um, uh, the kid that just was just gave uh, the girl a picture of himself for Christmas. Uh, the his sidekick that was snorting snow off the mountain. That the whole movie is just absolutely ridiculous. And Curtis I Armstrong, <laughs> a little yeah. booger action in, in in that movie as well. Yeah, so that, that's that's my pick for number three. Better off dead. I, I I love uh Better Off Dead and both both that and One Crazy Summer I love because they're so like left of center. They're so weird, both of those movies, and I think that's really what I gravitated towards uh as a kid and, and watched them. What was everyone think about uh Better Off Dead? Uh Better Off Dead would have been my next pick. Uh I even interviewed Diane Franklin who played Monique from that movie for our review. Uh, but you know, one crazy summer. Did anybody else like go around slapping people's back to make them like their face stick? You know, they made faces. I used to, Was I used to, just I used me? to ruin parties in a gigantic God, Godzilla costume, uh, like in that movie. Little, little Bobcat, Bobcat Goldweight action in that movie. So, um, I, I love both those movies. So I think it's a pretty good pick here in, in round three, Mark Ellis. Thank you, uh, John. John, John, we got your your round three pick here uh, at the end of this round. What are you going to go with, man? Uh, well, most of pretty much my picks that I was going to pick for this round have been taken at this point. Uh, so I think what I'm going to do is go with a Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd classic and go with Spies Like Us. Ooh. Ooh. So I so I was surprised at this. When I was looking at the box office, I think this was like in the top ten. This uh, uh, of box office number for, ten for, for yeah. eighty five. So I I guess it was a little bit more popular than I thought. Why did you pick it here in round three, John? Well, for the previously stated reason, and <laughs> <laughs> and, and because I mean I, I genuine genuinely actually like the movie and. Uh, I like Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd, and it just uh, at the time when I was watching it, like I just thought it was fucking hilarious. Okay, it's it's lower on my on mock draft list, but again, maybe I underrated it. What does everyone else think about it? Never seen it. Ooh, never seen it. Marcellus West, Spies Like Us. Yeah. I'm not sure. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Marcellus. It didn't even make my list of. I don't even. I, I I'm sure I saw it as a kid, but yeah, I, for that movie to make that much money or to to be like in the top of eighty five, uh, I don't know what happened with that movie because I that did not even come to my radar at all. 
Because it was riding off the Ghostbusters wave from the year before. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Maybe I, I have it on my list just so I can have twenty movies. <laughs> oh, really? Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, fifty on my list, man. Hey, man. Like I said, I had some good picks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds again. It said maybe it just doesn't have the staying power. You know, maybe it's just fall, fallen off uh, people's radars in terms of eighty-five. Like I said, it, it seemed to be popular at the box office, but it's just not one that I've uh, I've seen it once, and that's it. So. We'll see. We'll see, John Boy. But guess what, man? You got another pick. We, we're at round four. So, Spies Like Us in round three. What are you going with this round? All right. Well, I think just because then I'll go with one that I think is a little bit more well-known and go with uh, Commando. Much better pick. Much better pick. Command- so, tell me about Commando. I mean, fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. I haven't seen it in like <laughs> fucking forever. I feel so. I feel Commando is when Arnold became Arnold. Like he had obviously yeah. been in in a couple different movies before that, but it's like yeah. he it, it like everything snapped for him in one movie. It is like okay, this is what I was born to be. You know, beating beating multiple shooting like dozens and dozens of guys, quick like one liners. Uh, you know. I got a cute daughter that I like to pet deer and eat ice cream with with Alyssa Milano. I, I love Commando. That movie is fucking awesome. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what made you. You did. I lied. I need to watch it again. I haven't seen it in like fucking forever. Every Schwarzenegger trope and every 80s movie trope is in that movie. Yes, yes. It's the breakfast club of 80s action, actually. (laughs) Super, super 80s action in that movie. And like I said, it just seems like so many good one-liners in that movie. The bad guy who looks like uh, Freddie Mercury for some reason in that movie. Radon Radon Chong is in that movie, and she's great, so... Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I I love... is, Is everyone on board with Commando? I mean, come on. Command. That was my next pick. If I, yeah, yeah, dude, he killed he killed the bad guy with a saw blade. Come on, how do you not pick that? <laughs> I also would go high in my uh, best movie gifts draft if we did one. There's some amazing. Oh, gift. him him getting ready for battle with the paint. Yes, uh, ultra eighties. I, I think it's a, a steal in round four. So good pick, John. Uh, Markellis, you got your round four pick, man. What you got? All right, so uh, the next one I'm going to pick, this one might be a little controversial. I'm not sure how well it holds up or how popular it is now, Uh, but when I saw it as a young kid, I thought it was amazing. And when I saw it again as an adult, I still think it's amazing. It's uh, Steven Spielberg's The Color Purple. Mm. It is kind of schmaltzy. It is kind of Hollywoodish, but the story itself is very moving, and it's uh, uh, it it works. It works very well, even with all of the Spielberg like um, trope or not tropes. All of the Spielberg like flourishes all over it. I think it's a movie that if anyone watches it even now, I think it holds up. Um, the fact that it's uh been made into like a, a big Broadway play that's been winning all these awards says a lot to the story. So uh. And it's Spielberg, you know. I gotta go for the boy. Uh, so 
Color Purple. That's my pick. It's a musical, right? Is it? Is it is a musical on Broadway now? Yep, um, Broadway is a musical. The movie uh, itself, not so much. Um, if, if you've never seen it, Whoopi Goldberg, amazing in this movie. Oprah is in the color purple, of course. Um, yeah, Radon Chong again. Radon Chong. Oh, there's been a run on Radon Chong, guys. <laughs> yeah. cue, the, cue, the, cue the sirens. Uh, how it won Oscars? This is a prestige pick, Mark Ellis. Yeah, yeah, I figured I had to come back and try to uh, reclaim, rec- reclaim a little bit of cred after uh, after the last dragon. <laughs> you went very, yeah. very ultra. I'm, te- I'm going to be honest, man. I don't think you lost a single bit of fucking credit when you picked the last dragon. <laughs> Not yeah, like I one iota. I think if anything, it was mad respect. <laughs> Thanks, John. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> All right, all right. Well, let's move on to to Wes. Wes, you got your your, your number four pick. What do you got, man? Um, wait, it's my turn. I thought it was, uh, yeah, okay, sorry. Um, so, uh, this I'm picking this more for the franchise than the film. This is the weakest in the franchise. I still love it though, I still really like it. One of my favorite actors of all time. Plus, you got Tina Turner. Uh, I'm gonna go Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Wow, super high for me. What does everyone think? Yeah, I'm gonna not, be not even on my list. The Road Warrior Part 2 set the bar so high. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and Fury Road. Yeah. Dude, I, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even like actually put I on my list. It's not on it. I, I mm-hmm. was like, nah, fuck that. If it's not fucking Mad Max, the second one, I don't want it. Right? There you go. Isn't the it's the worst one, Wes? You picked the worst. It is, one. it. But the worst Mad Max is still a good Mad Max. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I have Mad Max two this year. You know, if I had that, I would be picking it. But I mean, yeah, it's still, I, th- I think it's still a good movie, actually. I and the movie that I want the most is still around, and I think it's still going to be. So that I was like, ah, okay, we'll just throw this up. But um, yeah. Uh, the, I think it's I think it's worthwhile. It's definitely it is the weakest. I'll, I'll absolutely admit, but I don't think there's a bad movie in the franchise. I just I, I you know Wes, I just think it's a calamitous pick for you. I, there's so many good options out there, and you're like, okay, I'm just gonna pick the worst possible movie from this franchise, and maybe people will like slip up and think I picked some of the better movies here. I don't know, man. Well, I do like the Tina Turner song though, so you got that. Yeah, one. yeah. Uh, all right. Well, Peter, you're next. You, you got the last pick in round four, man. What are you going with? All right. Um, looking over my list, you know, I got some sci-fi, got some comedy. Um, I guess this isn't too different, but I'm going to go into a different genre here. And I don't think anybody's picked a movie in the genre either. So I'm going to go with a horror movie and I'm going to go with Fright Night. Damn. Nice. Nice. Mm. Is that too high? Is that, yeah? No, I didn't. I honestly, I, I thought I was about to get it. I didn't think anyone yeah. else would pick Fright Night. I, I actually had uh, on my mock draft list, my, my top three movies left were, are all horror movies. So, um, uh-huh. why'd you pick Fright Night, Peter? 
Um, you know, okay, so I saw this one time, and uh, it's because I had watched the the remake. Well, I think that's the one with Anton Yelchin, right? Right. They're, they're, yeah, and I thought, so I saw the remake first, and I thought it was okay, and I needed to see the original to kind of see why they decided to make the remake to see if it indeed was a classic, and I really enjoyed it. You know, the uh, the special effects, uh, the vampire looks you know, pretty good. It kind of looks like Freddy Krueger a little bit, but, um, you know, that, uh, Chris Randon did a good job. Amanda Pierce, I mean, uh, uh, Darcy, right? Uh, <laughs> Dar- from Married with Children. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's just, um, it, it was c- kind of like, uh, instantly like one of my favorites, you know, kind of like when I watched, um, what's that Snyder movie? Dawn- was it Dawn of the Dead, right? The remake? I saw that like really late and that became like an instant classic and Fright Night was one of those for me. Was everyone everyone uh, cool with Fright Night? Was everyone thinking about? Oh this pick? yeah, I think it's a solid pick. I, I mean, we haven't even mentioned like the best character of the whole movie, uh, Peter Vincent, played by Ryan McDowell. He's amazing in that film as mm-hmm. well. So, um, uh, from director Tom Holland, of course, uh, one one of those uh, early '80s movies that I think. It was kind of like a, a horror comedy, basically. Like it, that movie's funny as well. So I, I think it's a good pick. I think it's a good pick in round four. Thank you. you know, we'll see how how it goes. But everyone else, it's time for round five. So we're already here. There, there's several really, really good eighty-five films left that haven't been picked. But this is our last round. You only get one pick. Uh, we call this the wild card round, and and that's not. Not in honor of John, but he is known to to do some wild cards all around the board. But this is your your last pick. Peter, you got your last pick of the entire draft. This is super important. Uh, what are you going with, man? The Legend of Billie Jean. Whoa. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. I'm Holy going with shit. the Slaters. Helen Slater, Christian Slater, no relation. At least, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, Yearly Smith, you know, who voices Bart Simpson. Dean Stockwell, who was in Quantum Leap. Uh, great cast. Wow, this is a this is definitely a wild card pick. Uh, uh, r- several rounds too high, and I love this movie. What does everyone think? Yeah, dude, this was. I have a couple of movies left. Um, this was definitely one of them. So yeah, th- this is a really good pick, dude. I think you you chose very wisely. Thank you. Y- you know what? It was really between a couple others, which I obviously won't name because, um, you know, we'll talk about that in honorable mentions or what have you. Uh, but I feel the other selections that I had or have, uh, are severely underseen, you know, so I don't know if I would get votes off of that. And I feel the Legend of Billie Jean is one that a lot of people have at least seen. I, I will say that the plot of that movie and how, you know, what goes on probably holds up in our, society today of people you know using the media uh to to gain a following like that so i haven't I haven't seen it in a while i i, I love me some uh was it helen slater right helen slater, helen slater. That movie yeah. super oh, yeah. super, girl super girl yeah during the <laughs> 80s a great soundtrack again christian slater yeah. is also in that movie so uh wes john have you seen legend of billy jean i haven't no. seen it no i haven't so We'll see. Or if we'll I see. have, I just don't remember. We'll see. Everyone, everyone should check it out. It, it is a good movie. I obviously might be underseen by some. We'll, we'll see. So, Wes, you got your last pick of the draft, man. It's wild card round for you. Where are you going with, man? 
Oh, man. Damn. There's two movies I really I'm struggling between. Um, if I don't pick one of them, I know John's going to pick it. I'm pretty sure he is. I'm surprised he hasn't already. So I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Witness. Wow. Yeah. Us, Witness, man. Tell us about Witness. Uh, Harrison Ford, Kelly McGillis. I haven't seen this one in a long time either. Uh, I think other than, so obviously excluding Han Solo and Harrison, uh, Harrison Ford, Han Solo and Indiana Jones, uh, you got The Fugitive, and then I think this is this one might be right after it. Uh, I haven't seen it in a while, like I said, but this is one of his best non-blockbuster like roles. I think he was... I think it's the only time he's been nominated for an Academy Award, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think it's. I think for this time in the draft, I think it's a pretty solid pick. I might be wrong. Um, yeah, uh, the you know a great crime crime thriller from Peter Weir, uh, witness definitely one of his. But like you said, bit of his one of his non franchise roles probably towards the top of my list so he does some he does some real good acting you know sometimes uh harrison ford can get lazy guys especially uh, of late but the, this is this is one that definitely surprised you lucas haas in that movie haas yes uh what does everyone think about witness in, in round five have not seen it but it sounds like i need to it's got danny glover in it peter i think you would really like oh, wow. it. you should check it out okay yeah all right i'll add it to the list markella john really what do you think about this time. movie I haven't seen it in a really long time, and on it, and I was like, I put it on my list, but I was like, I don't know, I don't know if enough people will remember this. Ba- basically, he go, um, it's it's a, a murder in the Amish community, um, and he he plays a, a police officer to go. He goes and investigates this murder, so it's already like a different, you know, not a lot of Amish murder movies. So uh, no, not at it, all. <laughs> Dude, I, I am. I am so mad that you picked this movie because this was I was chomping at the bit to get this one. I didn't think anyone else would have gotten it. I almost picked it last round. I was like, "Ooh, I think it's still going to be there." So that's why I decided to to, to go that route. Mm-hmm. It is such a good movie. It's an amazing movie, actually. If you want to see just like a good crime thriller, um, that's unlike, like you said, there's not a lot of Amish mysteries like this. Uh, so it's a different setting than you're used to. And Harrison Ford is like top notch. It's so good. Been spending most my life living in an Amish paradise. <laughs> oh no, that was not. No, was. yeah, yeah. Uh, w- Witness won an Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay as well. So everybody, everybody, check it out. Um, Witness starring Harrison Ford. So uh, Markellis, you got your your wild card round round five pick coming up. What are you going with, man? Oh uh, man, like all of the good ones that I was gonna pick have already been. I already been chosen. So now I'm just going to go complete wild card with a movie that uh, I'm hoping means a lot to a lot of people as it meant to me when I was a kid. Uh, and that's, <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to pick this. Just one of the guys. <laughs> Damn, yes. I didn't think anybody was going to pick that. <laughs> hey, William Zapka's in it. Yeah, yeah, it's about a, a, a that's fucking awesome a girl in high school who uh, wants to be a reporter. Who's writing a story. Her editor doesn't really take her too seriously uh, for a contest that she wants to enter. So she winds up disguising herself as a boy and going to another school to uncover a story. And uh, she looks a lot like Ralph Macchio. And it's 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 a typical sweet weird '80s movie about learning to love yourself and all of that stuff. But uh. It's it's like quintessential. It was on TV all the time. 
I probably watched that movie about a hundred times. Mark, so, uh, yeah, that, I, that's my wild card. I am I am obsessed with with this movie, and I love that you perfect picked wild it. card. Yeah, uh, it was uh, as an eighties kid. This was the first movie that I remember seeing boobs in a movie, and so just imagine how important that is to you as a little kid. And you're like, whoa, boobs out of nowhere. And then just the the whole plot of the movie. There's a one of my favorite '80s uh, brothers in just one of the guys <laughs> that's like obsessed with sex, and he's like super young and like yeah, I, I think it's gross. He was the again. perfect age. Isn't he the one who puts the sock in, in the pants? Exactly. Oh yeah. Show, shows yeah. her about the sock. Yeah. That's exactly um, what he does. Probably super inappropriate when you when you look back back at it now. It was one of the first movies we did uh, for for our podcast, like uh, like episode six, because I just think it's one of those movies you just got to show people if they've never seen it before because it's so so wacky and so eighties, and that's that's why I love it. So I love that you picked it, Marcellus. Good pick. Oh, awesome! Thanks. But guys, this is crazy. We're we're at the last pick of the entire draft, and there are going to be. Several people, when they look at this board, they're like, why didn't you pick this? It happens every single draft, but 85, it's a deep roster. But our boy John, Shonuff, Mr. Shonuff, has the last pick of the entire draft. What are you going to go with, John? Mm, well, I I keep debating between two picks. One, one is... Uh, I think wild card, but the other one is super wild card. Go for the win, man. Go for the win. All right. Uh, I, I'm going to go with Return of the Living Dead. Yes! <laughs> I'm going with Return of the Living Dead. Like, I, I'm on, I, I'm gonna, to be honest with you, I'm actually surprised I actually got the movie. I expected it to be gone by the time it made it to me. My favorite zombie film. Tell me about it, John. Oh, come on, man. It's fucking iconic. Like, they, they fuck up. They release that gas. It turns everybody into fucking zombies. You got the one that's, like, sitting on that fucking, like, uh, on the uh, the bed strapped down and just, like, broken in half. And the spine's just going back and forth. Like, brains! <laughs> oh, sentient. They're, fun... and, and they're sentient as hell. So it's like, are they really zombies? Such a fun... It's probably one of the funnest zombie movies out there. Like, I, I, I have nothing but love for the... Even Chrissy. Chrissy, of all people, loves this movie as well when I showed it to her. Um, and like I said, I it was one of those... I, earlier, I was like, I've got a couple horror movies here that haven't been picked, and this was one of them. It, it truly is my favorite zombie movie. What does everyone think about this pick? I remember the movie, but not enough. Um but uh, I, I'm actually, uh, you know, interested in checking it out again. Wes, Marcellus, have you seen Return of the Living Dead? I have. I'm not a huge horror guy, but I think this is a great pick, a great pick for this late. I'm surprised it's still here, too. Um, I'm shocked what I'll, – I'll reveal what I thought uh, John was going to pick later, but, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I was never a horror guy as a kid, and I'll be honest, Dawn of the Dead – like the second one freaked me out so bad. I'm like, I'm good. I'm I'm done with the with the zombie genre. So uh, yeah, if there was other options on the table, uh, that one wouldn't have been one of them. I would go to the other direction. This is more fun. <laughs> this is more fun than like super scary uh, 
zombie horror. Oh, it's super fun. Movie. Like, it, I mean, it, the zombies are talking. Fun. You know, so, there's a famous scene where um, one of the zombies uses the, the radio, <laughs> to, the CB radio, to tell yep. the police officers or something to 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 to, to come closer. Than, I, I forget what he said, but it's well, just. I it, mean, it, it, that's what I'm saying. It's like they're all sentient as hell. Like all that happens is they turn fucking gray and start foaming at the mouth. Uh, and, and yeah, at, like acid rain type stuff. It, it's got a great soundtrack as well. It's just super fun. It's a super fun movie. So, uh, congratulations, John. I think it's a great pick to to end up this draft. All right, hell yeah. Uh, I think I think my list is pretty solid this time around. All right, so we're gonna get to honorable mentions, but before we do that, let me let me read out the board for everybody. So. Peter has Back to the Future, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Real Genius, Fright Night, and The Legend of Billy Jean. Wes has The Breakfast Club, Clue, Teen Wolf, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, and Witness. Markellis has Rocky IV, The Last Dragon, Better Off Dead, The Color Purple, and Just One of the Guys. And John has The Goonies, Weird Science, Spies Like Us, Commando, and Return of the Living Dead. What does everyone think about your lists? Yeah, I'd vote for every one of us. Seriously, dude, I think it's yeah. like a four-way tie. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I am not. Those are some pretty solid-ass you know? lists yeah. all yeah, the way I, through. It's more impressive than I realized, actually. Like, admittedly, the way I feel about my list is I I, I feel like I chose my wild card in the middle of the ma- of the actual thing, <laughs> spies like us. I feel like that's where I set my wild card this time. That's probably true. That spies like us definitely definitely sticks out. So, um. Let let's so and just the fact that the the movies that weren't picked, like it's almost like the, we could do another draft. There's so many options. Uh, I know someone said I had twenty. Somebody said they had twenty. I'm like I've got like fifty I, here, I guys. Had, yeah, I I got twenty. Uh, so we'll go quick quick down the line. Um, Peter, if you had a round six pick, one more pick, what do you think you would have gone with? Oh, uh, this is a tough one. Um. I I would probably go with the Heavenly Kid uh because of the great soundtrack. Totally 80s. You know, uh a guy from the 60s who gets stuck in the 80s until he completes a mission before he can go up to heaven. So, oh my god, Peter. Like I that's one of those movies that I feel like no one else has seen but me and it really warms my heart that you you love that movie Aww. and you love that soundtrack cuz I love it too. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great soundtrack. See, because the other movie would have been Tough Turf, and only Gerald would have voted for me there. <laughs> uh, I also have this weird affinity for mo- movies of like people coming back from the dead and like talking to their loved ones and stuff. Same. And, <laughs> so that's another. So the Heavenly Kid, um, Wes. If you had one more pick in round six, what, what, what are you going with? Ooh, uh, to be honest, probably would have went with Fletch. Yes. Um, yeah, but uh, that's a good one. It was yeah. Yeah, that would have been it. That would have been probably the one I picked uh, if I was trying to to win. Um, but uh, I don't. Know, I haven't seen it in so long. The only reason I didn't pick it is because it had been so long since I seen it that I think uh, I might get mixed up between that and the sequel. The, so the, Fletch Lives sucks. Fletch is a mm-hmm. Fletch is an amazing movie. When when John picks Spies Like Us, I'm like, really? You picked this over Fletch? You know? So yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I probably should have went with Fletch over spies like us. This is this mm. is before uh, you know Chevy Chase become a, a huge ginormous asshole. Like this is back in his 
high coke days, high. Uh, he he was probably watching all the Saxman videos during this time, Wes. So. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Mark Markell, Markellis, what, If you had a, a round six pick, what were you going with, man? Man, there is so many more left to choose from, but I would probably have to go with Silverado at Lawrence Kasdan. Uh, even though I'm not a big Western, that movie kind of uh, it's done so well, it kind of elevates itself above a typical Western. I think it's just a great adventure movie. Ooh, Silverado. John, John, what would have been your pick if you had a round six, man? Uh, well, to be honest with you, I, I guess if I had round six, I'd go with my super obscure movie, which would be like a, an extra wild, wild card, because I'd go with an anime called Vampire Hunter D. Mm. Thank God we oh, didn't have round 85? six. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I am floored. I thought for sure John was going to pick Brazil. Ooh. No, it's because it's Terry Gilliam. I know you like him. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say, don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. I fucking love Brazil, but the thing is, is like Vampire Hunter D is another one of those. I just I fucking love that movie. I've never it's, heard. I never heard of that one. So yeah, it's a. That's why I was like. That's why I was like in in round five. I was like, yeah, no, I got to go with the more of a sure thing. I can't. I can't go crazy. Uh, with this because i know that like me and maybe like a thousand other people know what the fuck i'm talking about um one one that i'm surprised people didn't pick and maybe it's just me that was obsessed with this movie uh we we recently did it i think in the past year on our podcast cocoon i'm obsessed with the old people hanging out with aliens (laughs) and and and, uh, you know uh, going in pools that, that make you feel younger so cocoon um National Lampoon's European Vacation was a big one for me back in the day. And then Rambo First Blood 2 is when Rambo became Rambo, guys. So that's also high on my list. Anyone, any other uh, obvious big ones that, that anyone wants to throw out there? What about Explorers? I, I thought that would go. Yeah, I was like, Explorers. I am kind of surprised nobody picked Explorers. I would only pick the first half of that movie. The second half, yeah. no. So, What about the Silver Bullet? Silver Bullet, Gary Busey, yeah. and werewolves. Uh, you had me at those two things. So, Corey Haim, yeah. Reanimator, Reanimator huh? is a good one. Reanimator, yeah. Uh, what else? I even like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Two, Freddy's Revenge. I know that's one that people kind of shit on a lot, but uh, go back and look at that movie, guys. It's pretty crazy. So, <laughs> I like it. Um, I had a uh, enemy mine on my list. Uh, Louis Gossett Jr. and Dennis Quaid as a as an alien and an astronaut stuck on a planet that have to fend for themselves. Here, here's one that I'm surprised Peter didn't take because it's, I, I've heard him talk about it dozens and dozens of times. Isn't this when Tough Turf came out, Peter? <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, that's the one I was saying. Like, if I vote, if I picked that, only Gerald would have p- voted for I, me. Was so. it really? Yeah, you, yeah. You tur- Tough Turf. You and Gerald. I kept on staring at movie. it. It's. <laughs> We we do we we really do. Um, it's it's highly underseen, but it's James Spader and RDJ. Come on, synthesizers, eighties. Uh, uh, Kim. Oh God, what she, she she was on Beverly Hills. What Kim? I haven't seen it, man. I've heard you guys talk about it a lot. Uh, Legend. Talk, we were talking about Tim Curry. Legend. He's Ooh, amazing. That was Legend. up there. Yeah. Was that eighty five? Yeah, it yeah. was 85. Oh, okay. Yeah, I reviewed that, too. I forgot about that one. Um, that's Tom Cruise uh, before the feet, uh, teeth fix. I did wonder if anybody was going to pick Legend. 
I really it, did. It, it was on my list. It's how, weird. How, it's how, got like six different versions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about, has anyone got a love for Jim Cotta like I do? Has, <laughs> <laughs> everybody watch Jim Cotta. I, I'm serious. That movie's amazing. Yeah, nobody, nobody. No, I think I I watched the trailer for that, and I think I pretty much got the gist of the whole movie. I'm like, all right, I'm good. Uh, Return to Oz scarred me as a child, and I haven't revisited it since. It it came out in '85, and then follow that. Watch that once. Follow that bird is is an amazing kids film that I loved as a kid from '85 as well. So, Mm. Um, something interesting I just noticed real quick: three of the top ten highest grossing movies didn't make it on any of our lists. Out of Africa, uh, Rambo, First Blood, Part 2, and Jewel of the Nile. Those were all in the top 10 highest grossing that year. So it was kind of a weird box office year, actually. Mm. How is Back to the Future not the top movie on that list? No, no, it is. It it's is. it's like number three one. Of the, he just oh. went to the top 10, and it was like three yeah. that we didn't pick. Out of the so. top 10, I got you. Yeah. Um, hey, hey uh, Red Sonja, right? You know, uh, that came up during our uh, Arnold draft. Red Sonja? Yeah. Correct. Red Sonja. That's pretty. I didn't even think about that. Anybody else like He Man and She Ra in the Secret of the Sword? Am I the only one on that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think so. Man. I, I did have. Uh, I did have. Uh, Rain- even I'm Rain- like, nah, nah. <laughs> I did have. Uh, I had Rainbow Bright and a Star Stealer on my list, though. I remember Way that movie. I remember that movie. That was a great one. Saint Elmo's Fire. Saint Elmo's Fire. Did you say my science great project? Song. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a good one as well. I, I was actually on somebody... What was that? Oh, it was on the In Session Film Podcast, and we were talking about uh, other uh, movies that had dinosaurs in it, and I, I, I listed that one, and no one had seen it, and I was like, okay, another <laughs> 80s movie that I was obsessed with that nobody nobody's seen. So, Aww. Oh, and I, like I said, uh, Cinema's Fire is, is still a, a movie uh, song that is always cropping up in my my 80s music playlist as well. So, um, I, like I said, I, I think it was a great year. A lot of really good movies. Uh, this was high time for super 80s movies, and I think everyone had really good lists. So, um, the biggest thing, guys, is uh, this is a tournament. Whoever wins this advances to the next round of the tournament in March. And so, you, you need to go to our Twitter poll and pick who had the best team of five uh, movies in 85. Peter... I appreciate you being on the show, man. I couldn't do it without you with Back to the Future involved. But where can we find you and your podcasts online? Um, oh, well, uh, first and foremost, again, thank you for having me. Um, you know, I'll just pimp out the two, uh, Podstalgic. You know, you and Chrissy both have been on for separate movies, um, Mannequin and Titanic, right? <laughs> so, uh, Wes was on, you know, we talked about a lot of the music that were kind of mentioned today, or at least some of the movies, uh, Podstalgic on Instagram and Twitter. And if you guys like Karate Kid or Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai Companion, Companion with the K. Awesome. Awesome. Always good to have you, Peter. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Uh, Wesley, you're back in the game. You got a baby on the way. You just had, you, you picked some good movies. Where can we find you online, man? Oh, uh, well, you can. <laughs> yeah, I'm still, I'm still salty about that one. Now, you could find me at Via VHS. Actually, I just relaunched a show just so I could be back on the movie draft. I'm, I'm canceling it after this. No, no. I actually picked this week. I was going to go last week. I'm like, I'll just roll it out the week and piggyback off, uh, Justin to get my show going. <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, retro movies, seventies, eighties, nineties, VCR, VHS, any of that good stuff. Go to 
at via VHS and I'm on all the podcasters. I'm on Spotify now and I'm coming out with a, a couple other new shows. We've got a star Wars show we're doing. So yeah, I'm excited. Don't, don't spread yourself thin right before you have a baby, man. That's my, my biggest oh. note to you, Wes, knowing you and we've known each other for several years now. I'm glad yeah. to have you, glad to have you back, but I don't want you to spread yourself thin. I want you to keep you in the podcast game. Um, it's just good to have you back, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. And, and, congrats, that. and congrats on the baby as well. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I'm really excited. Really am. And, and I'm ready. Uh, put me in, Coach. I'd love to come back to via VHS as well. All of y'all are welcome on any time. Just let <laughs> me know. i got a big old list of 500 movies ready to go. So y'all are welcome. Awesome. Awesome. Markellis, sir, always good to have you back here on the draft. Your second time. I hope you had fun. Where can we find you uh, online, man? Yeah, I uh, just want to say thanks again, Justin, for uh, inviting me on. I love talking about movies. Uh, but if anyone want to check out my show, uh, me and Joey and Aubrey, every week we put out a show called Soul Wizard Podcast, and you can find it at soulwizardpodcast.com. Uh, we're also on all of the uh, podcatching apps. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Play Music. We're on Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify. Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Soul Wizard Podcast. Get at us and uh, check us out. Awesome. Great to have you, man. Oh, it's great to be here, man. Shonoff John. It's so amazing to have you back on the draft, man. I hope you had fun. Um, Oh, it was a blast. Where, where, you know, you're in flux now. Where can everyone find you online? I mean, you can pretty much just find me on Twitter at JLostTheDay. I'm on Facebook and Instagram, but you can't fucking have those. (laughs) <laughs> uh, <laughs> is this getting the juices flowing john are you ready are you itching to get back are you gonna yeah man i am i, I really am uh I, I actually really enjoy doing this like i said i've been doing this since like 2014 so i, I really enjoy doing it i'm kind of sad i'm not doing it lately and uh, i'm happy to finally kind of start doing something with uh west for a little bit and see how that goes and then uh like i said i've got some other ideas in the pipeline so uh hopefully it works out i just gotta sit down and start writing because uh i think i've got a pretty good show idea in mind nice well it's always great to have you man thanks again for joining us tonight oh yeah thank you for having me man always love it Oh, so like I said, guys, go online, go to our Twitter poll, pick pick the best team. The 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 winner advances to the next round in March. Uh, again, you found us, so I married a movie geek. <clears throat> so you're listening to us, but you know you can Google us. Uh, we're on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and um, we're also at Movie Geekcast on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Next week, we're, we're still trying to figure out what we're watching for our review episode, but we got a, a few good ideas, so stick around uh, for that next week. I'm sure Chrissy will be happy to be back. But thank you so much to Peter, Wes, Markellis, and John for joining me tonight to talk 1985 films. Um, thanks again to everyone that's listening, and I will see everyone next week. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot.